Welcome back to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiba, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of creativity with you. Each week, I'm hashtag gifting you two episodes with ways you can become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best-kept industry secrets to creating content worth remembering. Sound good? All right, let's dive into it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh my god, I'm officially a shooky cookie because we have made it to <laughs> the final episode of Kindly Gifted's Unwrapping the Holidays mini-series, where we talked about holiday partnerships and how to tackle them, and it wouldn't be a proper ending to the series if we didn't discuss creative burnout. In fact, I actually shared on my Instagram that this is going to be the final topic for the mini-series, and <laughs> My DMs were flooded with people so excited that we're talking about creative burnout um, because, yeah, this is a struggle and it's something that I think oftentimes people struggle alone because they either don't realize that they're going through creative burnout or they don't really know how to talk about it or they feel ashamed to talk about it. So no shame. Throw that shit out. A um, couple disclaimers before we get into the episode one you'll notice that there's no good segment on this episode. And the reason being is simply that I didn't want to distract you with other information because this is a very value-packed topic and it requires um, self-reflection and really looking within yourself and being aware of yourself. So um, I kind of just wanted to dive right in and, and really talk about this. And the other thing is that if at any point in this episode you feel that you may be experiencing something more than just creative burnout, please consult a mental health professional. I cannot stress that enough. Your mind is a blessing and it is the reason why you're able to have a career as a creator or as a creative professional. So please consult somebody in the mental health field, preferably somebody licensed, who can help you take care of your mind and help you understand what it is that you're going through. So anyways, without any further ado, let's get into the episode, shall we? Let's be honest. (laughs) Are you finding yourself making unhealthy comparisons between you and other people? Are you struggling to complete basic tasks? Are you constantly exhausted despite getting proper rest? Are you experiencing stress that you can't quite pinpoint the reason for? Do you find yourself consuming more content than you're creating? Do you dread waking up in the morning? Are you more irritable than usual? Are you doubting yourself and your abilities and whether or not you're good enough? These are signs that you could be experiencing creative burnout and that's okay. If you've ever felt ashamed for being burnt out, I completely understand that and I want you to know that there is no shame in it whatsoever because it has nothing to do with your talent or work ethic or skill, passion, anything like that. And there are ways to manage and prevent creative burnout that allows you to show up better, which we'll get into just in a little bit. 
So the holiday season is one of those creative periods where it's like burnout.gov, right? Especially for influencers because there's a ton of brands reaching out to you and they all want tons of content. They all want it now and they all want it cheap, right? And sometimes, or I would argue most of the time, really, the people that you're in touch with on the brand side of our partnerships and collaborations are usually not the creative team, which means they're they're just they're not creatives. It's usually like account people or people that come from a more quantitative side of things, right? And let's talk a little bit about why that's different. Um, because I think that it can kind of help validate that if you've ever felt burnt out, it's totally normal and you're not alone at all. And it's not about your work ethic or your talent or your skill, even though maybe sometimes um, the brand can make you feel that way. So we as creatives operate very differently from other entrepreneurs and businesses and founders and employees, right? Everything, and I mean every fucking thing in our success depends on how we feel. Everything. Um, I like to say that a creative's best tools are their mind, heart, and soul because that's literally what you bring to the table. That's what you offer. That's what you create with ultimately. Um, That's what helps you come up with ideas. That's what helps you emotionally resonate with your audience. That's what helps you, um, you know, understand the brand and position the brand as something that your audience wants and needs. It's, It's very much in the realm of emotions and behavior and psychology and neuromarketing. Those are those are things that um, come from an emotional understanding and from from the mind, right? So when we wake up and we're anxious or have other mental roadblocks or have been pumping out content and work like we're on a fucking assembly line, it's a lot more normal for creatives to wake up and think, oh, I don't think I can devote my full attention to this task because, you know, I feel emotionally or mentally tapped out. So I need some time to recharge and come back to it. Or just do something else entirely and switch around my to-do list for the day. What may seem very normal for us is, in fact, for a lot of other industries, not typical. Like, creatives have been talking about mental health and emotional health for a while. That's kind of like a a usual discussion that you have with your colleagues or your peers, right? And in many other industries where hustle culture can be super glamorized and like just pushing through is like a totally viable solution where things are very much like, you know, destination oriented, deadline oriented. They are maybe just recently starting to talk about mental health and emotional health and why that's important for your employees or your colleagues or your clients or freelancers that you're hiring or the influencers that you're working with, right? And generally speaking, work culture, employment standards, project management originally was not built for the creative mind, which is why you also see a lot of freelancers, creatives, right? A lot of us don't really work nine to fives um, because that structure doesn't work for us because the way we structure everything is around our emotions and mental health, which would not be a beneficial or efficient structure from the perspective of somebody who's not a creative. Um, So let's talk about how we can manage creative burnout. And also in a little bit, we'll talk about how we can prevent creative burnout. Um, Creative burnout is subjective. It's individualized. You know, these are things that have worked for me. um, And I've been in this industry for a while. So it's just kind of something that I 
you know, already kind of know for what works for me and what doesn't. But um, I, I hope that some of these things work for you. And if there's something that has helped you tackle your creative burnout, reach out to me. I'm always down to try new things. <laughs> um, so managing creative burnout. Okay. I mentioned something a little earlier, but letting go of shame is so important. Like phones run out of battery, cars run out of gas, creative minds get burnt out. Like those are so natural and creative burnout happens to everyone. It doesn't matter how long you've been in the industry. It doesn't matter how robust your experience is. Uh, if you, for any part of your job, have to come up with ideas, you will get burned out. Point blank period. Okay. That's just, that's just how it goes. Um, that being said, find a support system within other creative humans, whether that be other influencers or other content creators that aren't influencers or people that work within brands that work in the creative departments or somebody that you found on LinkedIn or Bumble BFF or Met and Soho House, whatever, right? Um, finding people that kind of understand what you're going through and being able to talk with them and, um, have them help you kind of give advice on how maybe they navigate creative burnout. It's like super helpful and very refreshing and also validating at the same time that you're not alone and that somebody else understands, which by the way, you always have a support system in me. So feel free to DM me anytime I'm here. The third thing is take a break. And I don't mean like 20 minutes. I saw this, I saw this Instagram post and it was, circulating around a lot of people had reposted it and it was basically just a quote and it said creatives need time to do nothing and that is so true so when I say I don't mean a 20 minute break I'm talking like turn on that out of office responder take a day take a couple of days you can call it a personal day a mental health day whatever you need to call it okay read a good book watch a show or a movie that brings you joy get together with a friend and most importantly avoid social media Okay, this is a day for you. Nurturing the self is nurturing the creative mind. Those two go hand in hand, okay? Um, So taking a break is really important and it does not make you a slacker and it doesn't make you lazy, okay? Just want to put that out there. Um, The fourth thing, and this is one of my favorites um, in managing creative burnout, and it will tie into something on the side of preventing creative burnout in a little bit, but take a moment to think about how far you've come. Like look at the work that you created in the past and accept that you did that. Understand why it is that you think it's good work. You know, celebrate that you put in that hard work and you did that and you're really proud of it. And like, you should be right. And then on the other hand, like look at the, the work that you think is not so great that you created in the past and appreciate how much you've evolved since then. I don't think we take a look at that very often. Um, You know, it's not about being like, okay, yay, I did it. I built Rome, right? It's about understanding how the fuck it is you built Rome. And Rome was laid down brick by brick, okay? And each of those bricks matter. And each of those things is important to look at and go back and reflect and you know, say that this is great work because, and I'm really proud of myself for that. And this is not great work because, and I can appreciate that I've evolved from that, from that, you know? Um, so self-reflection is a huge part of the creative process. It's, it's so important. Um, so start getting really good at that if you're not already. And the last thing in managing creative burnout, and this one's a little bit unexpected, but 
sex. Simply put, okay? Sex is a great form of emotional release. It's a great form of physical release. Like, it's don't even get me started, girl. So just have more sex, okay? <laughs> great. Um, sex is great. It really is. It really, really, it really is. But what if you could prevent creative burnout? Do you know how great that feels? It's it's pretty orgasmic, I have to say. So let's talk about it. The first thing, and this is what I was talking about when I said self-reflection will go hand in hand with something um, that is important for preventing creative burnout, and that thing is self-awareness. Um, there's a term called metacognition, which literally means like thinking about thinking, I, I believe. Um, and it's essentially being aware of how and why we, we behave the way we do being aware of the self and that usually has to do with like behaviors that are subconscious to us that kind of come naturally and like analyzing why it is that we do things the way we do um and it allows us to check in with ourselves and what we create so that we can kind of find signs of creative burnout early on and tackle them before they continue to snowball so Aside from creative burnout, self-awareness is also just great for creatives in general. It, uh, it is the thing that allows you to identify what is good work, what is bad work. So uh, get good at being self-aware. <laughs> um, riffing off of that, establish habits that allow you to connect with your inner self. Um, carving out time for yourself is important. It's kind of like taking a break, but um incorporating little moments at the beginning or ends of your day maybe both right that are kind of like these rituals or routines um that just allow you to connect with yourself so it can be a morning routine or a night routine it can be journaling um affirmations meditations talking to yourself in the mirror reading a book chapter like whatever it is you can do for like 20 minutes at the beginning of your day at the beginning of your day at the end of your day um before you you know start working or after you've you know, decided that you've kind of like finished your work day. Um, the third thing in preventing creative burnout, be selective with your time and things that don't serve you. I'm literally, that's so self-explanatory, so I'm not going to elaborate on that, but that can be a variety of different things, you know, food, friends, um, people that you follow on social media, uh, curating your inbox, like, the brands that you choose to work with, like all these things, um, being really, really selective allows you to then put in your creative energy towards other things. Um, the problem sometimes is that when you overwhelm yourself with too much, uh, like mental clutter, it doesn't allow you to really come up with some of your best work and some of your best ideas. So the second to last thing in preventing creative burnout is put breaks in your schedule. And these are things like going out for a walk, you know, dancing or popping into the gym for a, for a bit, grabbing a smoothie and grabbing coffee. Like if most people can focus on something for about 45 minutes, cut that number in half for a creative mind. Okay. We get so bored so easily and so distracted so easily. So um, in order to keep ourselves stimulated, we need to take breaks. And the last thing in helping prevent creative burnout is to keep a clean space. Um, for most creatives, the biggest indicator is that in in that we are headed towards like creative burnout territory is when our homes start getting messy. And most of us also work from home, right? So keeping your home tidy is keeping your mind tidy. So um, 
keeping a clean space is super important. But yeah, I hope some of those things helped you manage creative burnout that you may have or that you may get in the future or prevent creative burnout from happening. Um, and yeah, always DM me and let me know what else you do to manage and prevent creative burnout. I'm always will- willing and looking to try new things. Um, and just as to reiterate a little disclaimer that if you think that you may be experiencing something that's more than just creative burnout, um, please consult a mental health professional because your mind is a blessing and I want you to take care of it um, so that you can show up for yourself and for your clients and for your friends and other people in your life, both as a creative and just as a human in general. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at KateMob for more creative secrets. And don't forget to say hey. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.